0: Kings fans, happy Tuesday. You're listening to Locked On Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Sarah Avampato. I am the host of this show, and uh, I'm really excited to introduce to you today the crop of new boys that we have on the team. Before we get into talking about the draft and talking about the latest news out of the Kings world, well, you probably need more hockey news, not just about the Kings, because it's always great to keep up with what is going on elsewhere in the league. Well, Locked on NHL is here to fill that gap for you. It is our daily podcast on everything happening across the NHL, so you can subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and trade news and prospect stuff and really everything you can think of. Subscribe to Locked on NHL today wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, if that isn't enough, well, you can hear from me on Mondays and Wednesdays on Locked on NHL as I look at some of the coolest stuff happening in the NHL. Right now, though, we're going to look at some of the coolest stuff happening right here with our very own Los Angeles Kings, who went into the draft with about like a gajillion draft picks and came out with four new players. Uh, We'll explain how that happened how the uh, like, what, seven or something draft picks they had turned into four boys. Uh, That is a part of what we're going to look at today on the show. Uh, There's also Kings news in regards to players who were given qualifying offers so that the Kings can uh, continue. Uh, negotiating with them and all that stuff as restricted free agents so we'll actually start with that because that's uh, the easy one uh, to go over and then we'll get into some basic information on each of the newest drafted players there's also a trade to announce uh, that happened uh, during the draft it wasn't uh, one of, or before the draft it wasn't one of the big trades that we thought maybe could have been happening Uh, for the Kings. But instead, it was mostly a minor league move. And we also have a new contract for Trevor Moore. So like actually a whole bunch of stuff going on uh, with the Kings over the past couple of days that we can talk about. So actually, let's start with the trade first, because all that stuff has implications for what's going to come next. Uh, So on the 24th, which is Saturday, so the second round of the draft, the Kings announced that they traded Boko Imama and Cole Holtz to the Arizona Coyotes for Braden Burke and Tyler Steenbergen. This was really mostly a move to free up contract space to give two players a chance who were pretty much going to be buried Uh, within the Kings system just because of opportunities and especially knowing that the Kings had just drafted Brandt Clark as a defenseman. Uh, Cole Holtz's path to the NHL was even more murky uh, than it was previously. Boku Imama, of course, a fan favorite with the Ontario Reign, uh, someone who I think had really kind of grown and matured into his role still prone every so often to a little bit of uh, nonsense on the ice, uh, getting suspended and such, but really sort of rediscovered the offensive side of his game recently and was starting to put it all together to be more than just an enforcer. Uh, Kohalt's uh, he's a guy I've always had a little bit of a soft spot for. He came out of Penn State, which is uh, where I went to college. So really any any prospect that came out of there, I'm going to always root for a little bit harder. But uh, he he's a player who is comparable to Mikey Anderson in terms of style and skill set. Uh, and Mikey Anderson obviously very quickly entrenched himself in the NHL. Adding Brant Clark to the equation as well, I, I think makes it even harder to see a way that Cole Holtz gets to the NHL. So this is a little bit of clearing space with the rain, a little bit of giving those players a a better chance. They went to the Arizona Coyotes in exchange for forwards Braden Burke and Tyler Steenbergen. Steenbergen was also a restricted free agent. He was not given a qualifying offer, so he will become a free agent, uh, and the Kings will most likely not be bringing him back on. Uh, He's a center, uh, one of the few players on the Tucson Roadrunners who scored double-digit goals. He had 13 points in 36 games. Uh, He was one of three players with Tucson to appear in every game. Braden Burke was a a pretty fun piece for the Tucson Roadrunners. Uh, He has spent three seasons there, 99 points in 146 games. He went to the All-Star Game uh, when it was over in uh, in Ontario, and really is just a depth guy. He's 24 years old. Uh, he'll bring a little bit more experience to the Ontario Reign, and that's about it. Uh, you know, he, he's not going to crack the NHL. This wasn't exactly a move uh, to have anything to do with the NHL team, so just a super minor league move. All of those moves impact uh, what came next, which is the Kings sending qualifying offers to six players. Now, if you need a reminder on the rules, players who are restricted free agents basically can't do whatever they want. They have to wait for the team to decide what they're doing with them. A team gives a player a qualifying offer. The player can choose to accept it or not. If they accept it, great, awesome, done, new contract. If they don't accept it, Uh, they they still can't do anything. Uh, Some players do have arbitration rights, so if the team and the player can't come to a deal, they can go to arbitration, and uh, if it reaches the end point, then an arbitrator decides how much that player is going to make and what the contract is going to look like. Most things don't actually go to arbitration. Most things will settle uh, before it actually gets that far. But the Kings gave offers to six of their restricted free agents Leas Anderson, Andreas Athanasiou, Braden Burke, who again was just acquired from Arizona, Kyle Clegg, Jacob Movari, and Austin Strand. Athanasiu was curious because the buzz had been that the kings weren't going to qualify him, but that they were still going to try to sign him to a contract. The downside of not qualifying him and hoping to still be able to negotiate with him would be that he would have become an unrestricted free agent, and so any team could have offered them anything they wanted, uh, and the kings would have lost out on the chance to basically have the first rights to do anything with him. So this points to more likely than not Athanasiu getting a contract with the king's Uh, you know, obviously he has to accept the deal, but uh, that, that seems likely. So no big surprises there. Uh, The players who were not qualified, who were not given offers and therefore will become uh, unrestricted free agents, Mikey Essamont, Drake Grimshaw, Tyler Steenbergen. again, uh, was just acquired from Arizona, and maybe the biggest surprise, Matt Luff. Steenbergen, no surprise, Kings just picked him up probably because Arizona was like, here, take this other guy. Uh, Drake Grimshaw, very obvious that he wasn't going to be with the Kings organization any longer. He was the taxi squad patron saint, essentially. Uh, He was on the taxi squad the entire year. He played two professional hockey games last season uh, because he instead had to sit on the taxi squad because they needed someone to be there. Uh, And unlike other teams, uh, the Kings apparently didn't decide to engage in shenanigans and just left all their taxi squad guys on the taxi squad. Uh, so Ramshaw actually got to play one NHL game, which was a little bit of a nice nod from the Kings, uh, for all of his work, uh, his, you know, long suffering existence on that taxi squad all season long. Essamont and Luff, uh, a little bit of a surprise. Uh, neither of them necessarily had a clear path to more NHL time. Luff just could never really catch on with Todd McClellan and, uh, I think that it's probably best for him to set him free and uh, let him pursue another team that will have use for him. Pity, though, that he just got like an enormous lion tattoo on on his thigh recently, thanks to Instagram. I know this. It's like a lion with a crown on it. And I'm sure that, you know, that obviously means much other things than just the Kings, but uh, awkward. Uh, And Mikey Esamon, I had hoped that they would give him a new contract. Uh, he has been really great for the Ontario Reign, has emerged as a leader for that group, uh, wore a letter uh, last season. Not having Esmont back next season is going to stink a little bit, but it, you know, is also sort of a nice thing for him because he will have the chance to pursue being with a team where he could possibly see NHL action. I think that he is someone who could be fine in a third, fourth line role but the Kings just don't have room for him. So also kind of setting him free to pursue whatever he wants. So disappointing there. Uh, he was a huge impact player for the Ontario Reign, but we'll be moving on. So those are the uh, the latest and greatest in terms of free agents and contracts and all that stuff. Trevor Moore, like I mentioned, uh, signed a two-year contract extension. So that one is out of the way. It's an average cap hit of $1.875 million her season. So a pretty nice deal for a player who really proved uh, that he can hang in this league uh, last season. So great news to have Trevor Moore all wrapped up. Now we just have to wait and see what deals get made with all of those restricted free agents who received their offers. Anderson, Kale Clegg, Austin Strand, and all those guys. So we'll of course keep our eyes on that here on the show. Coming up right after this, we're going to take a look at the draft and go over each of the players who the Kings uh, selected in the NHL entry draft and uh, get to learn a little bit about them. We'll dive in more right after this. But first, chances are if you have a car, well, you have needed to replace something on it. And uh, that is a frustrating experience. Sometimes you just don't really want to have to deal with it. You don't want to have to leave the house. You don't want to have to go to the store. Well, rockauto.com makes all of that super easy for you because you can shop online. You can save time, save money by using rockauto.com. It is super easy to find on the website what they have available for your car or your truck, and it doesn't matter what it is, if it's something as simple as oil or as complicated as, like, I don't know, complicated car parts. You can find all of that on rockauto.com and uh, easily know what's in stock, what's in your price range, and uh, you're always going to pay a very low price no matter who you are. So if you're a do-it-yourselfer or a professional, you're going to pay the same low price. So go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or your truck, right locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com The Kings drafted four new players in the NHL draft, uh, starting with Brant Clark, who I am just super excited to uh, to be able to welcome into the Kings family. Uh, if you listened to either of my pre-draft episodes with Josh Tesler or Jared Brown, uh, both of whom are are with different scouting agencies, both of them spent a little bit of time highlighting Brant Clark as a player who could very well be available to the Kings with that number eight pick, uh, and that if he was available, it would be silly to not take him. Uh, he's a player who I had had my eye on, uh, as a defenseman who I think would fit the King system really well. Uh, and maybe the best part of all is that he is uh, a right sided defenseman. So, uh, he's a right shot. So the Kings are fairly not great on that side necessarily. And having a closest thing we can get right now to a Drew Doughty replacement, uh, in the future is, is pretty great. And, uh, he's someone who I had hoped, uh, to be able to take in the mock drafts that we did here, but just could never, uh, Never quite get him because other players took him, but thanks to the Anaheim Ducks going a little bit off the board, the whole top of the draft got a little shaken up, and Brant Clark was available for us with the number eight pick. He is a six-foot-two right shooting defenseman uh, out of the Barry Colts in the OHL. Uh, he was ranked anywhere between second in the draft. Uh, people like Craig Button, Draft Prospects, Hosk, draft Prospects Hockey the Puck Authority, and seventh uh, by Bob McKenzie and Sportsnet. Uh, So the fact that he fell to eighth, uh, congratulations to us. Given that he does play in the OHL, that means he didn't have a season last year. So Brent Clark went to Slovakia, where he played in the men's league there. He played in 26 games, had five goals, 10 assists, and then came back home to play for Canada in the under-18s where he played in seven games, two goals, five assists. The previous season with the Barry Colts, uh, 57 games, six goals, 32 assists. He's just a very exciting defenseman. He has the size, so we're, as much as I love a good, you know, 5'10 defenseman, Brant Clark, 6'2", is there the potential for him to still grow? Maybe, who knows? I don't know how that works, uh, but he is a player who Anytime he has the puck, he's going to make something happen. Uh, He has a very high hockey IQ, very good awareness of where his teammates are, uh, and can make plays and can figure out how a play is going to develop before things even start happening the biggest knock on him and you've heard that from uh, the scouts that I talked to on the show is his skating it's not great it's something that he recognizes he needs to work on as well uh, but it's it's really more just like unorthodox than bad uh, it's not that it's it's not something that's necessarily going to hinder him in the NHL it's just something that he needs to just work on a little bit more. Uh, he just kind of has a weird stance from from what everyone has described him as. But I'm really excited about this one. I, I think we are still a couple years off from him coming to the NHL. I don't think there's any point in rushing him right now. You know, let him experience training camp and prospect camp and whatever the Kings are going to do this year. Give, give him a preseason game or something for the fun of it. Uh, but unless something wild happens with the OHL again this season, uh, with which honestly, with the way that COVID cases are picking up and with the whole Delta variant and everything, uh, it's very possible that the OHL could uh, have some issues. Who knows? For all intents and purposes, he's going to return to the Barry Colts and get uh, another year back in juniors before uh, the Kings really have to figure out what they want to do with him. So Brent Clark, first round pick, number eight overall. Uh, Really excited to finally have a pretty bona fide Elite defenseman uh, in the system uh, who who will be a king for a long time to come. In the second round, the Kings did the thing where they got a pretty good steal once again by selecting Francesco Pinelli. Uh, he is also out of the OHL. He is from the Kitchener Rangers. He's a six foot one center, uh, left handed shot. Uh, the Kings actually traded up to get him. They had the 49th pick originally. Uh, they traded with Ottawa to go to 42. Uh, so they sent that 49th pick and the fifth round 136th pick to the Ottawa Senators. Uh, so the Kings saw this kid falling down the draft board and they said, we're going to get our man. In 2019-20, uh, the pre-COVID times, uh, Pinelli played in 59 games for the Kitchener Rangers, 18 goals, 23 assists. Uh, This past season, again, OHL did not play, and Pinelli went to Slovenia, so a team that the Kings do have some ties with. Uh, Pinelli was basically the youngest, or one of the youngest people on the team. I'm pretty sure he was the only uh, Canadian import. He played in 13 games, 5 goals, 6 assists, as well as 2 playoff games where he scored 1 goal uh, before coming back home to play in the under-18s as well, Uh, 7 games, 4 goals, 7 assists. Canada captured the gold, whatever, uh, in the under-18s. He is a player who, whenever the Kings picked him, just all of the hockey people online just sort of exploded with, like, of course the Kings got this guy. Uh, He is another player who has a very strong hockey IQ, uh, is very good at uh, supporting his teammates, knowing where his teammates are, and helping find space for him and for his teammates out there on the ice. Uh, He has... A pretty good release on the puck as well. So scoring is, uh, while he's not someone who, you know, clearly is putting up a million goals in the OHL, uh, he is someone who does have a scoring touch as well. Uh, he's someone who I'm really excited to get to know a little bit more about because everyone was just really excited to see him fall to the Kings in this draft. So uh, he was ranked anywhere from 12th uh, with, the recruit scout- with the recruit scouting group uh, to 36th uh, with the puck authority. So the Kings got him way, way past where everyone had expected him to go. Uh, most people had him going in the first round. So uh, congratulations to the Kings for getting yet again another steal. There's also like no reason that I have seen that would kind of indicate why Pinelli fell. I haven't, the only thing I could think is just not many people have an eye on Slovenia. Uh, The Kings obviously have some connection to Slovenia, uh, even if uh, there are no Kopitars currently uh, on on that team, but uh, maybe just people weren't able to scout him quite as much as they wanted to. Coming up after this, we're going to talk about the last two picks for the Kings uh, in this draft. Before we do that, though, let's talk BetOnline.ag because BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way To bet on all of your sports action, it doesn't matter what sport it is you're into, it can be hockey or football or baseball or like, you know, that big fancy international competition that's happening right now. Whatever it is, you can go to betonline.ag and find all sorts of news, odds, information, contests, and much more, all for whatever it is that you're looking to uh, get involved with. So get into the game, head over to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. That's betonline.ag promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. The Kings had another second-round pick uh, to use this draft, uh, and they used it on Samuel Hellenius, uh, who is a six-foot-six center. From Finland. Uh, The Kings actually traded up again to get this draft pick. Uh, They traded the 72nd and the 109th overall picks to the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, So the Kings decided to add a little bit of size to their prospect pool. And by a little bit, I mean a lot. Uh, Per the uh, draft show, uh, if he does make it to the NHL, he will be the tallest Finnish forward ever uh, to play in the NHL. He is again 6'6. His dad played in the NHL. He had 155 games, uh, Calgary, Tampa Bay, Colorado, Dallas, and Chicago as his final stop. uh, Was definitely known more as the enforcer type. Uh, The Sun has a little bit of that same grit in his game. Uh, He is not necessarily a huge offensive player, uh, but is a little bit more in the kind of power forward gritty kind of player role uh, that the Kings really don't have a whole ton of uh, in their system. And as much as I have spent time criticizing guys like Curtis McDermott and Brendan Lemieux, you know, I think that a team does still need that sort of gritty, not dirty. I don't want to call him dirty. I don't, not that, but like you need a sort of physical player who can be intimidating and uh, still actually play. And so that's, that's obviously what we're going to have to see is how does he play at the professional level. Uh, He played 54 games uh, with JYP in the Finnish League, seven goals, seven assists. He also appeared with Finland uh, in World Juniors, two goals, two assists. Uh, He is also currently right now playing with Finland in the World Junior Summer Showcase, uh, so he will most likely be on Team Finland uh, for the next upcoming competition. Uh, He's just a big guy. He is physical. He is great along the boards. Uh, this is much more of like a Dean Lombardi pick than a Rob Blake pick, but I, I like it. I, I think that, you know, for, for every skill player, the Kings didn't get where they are without guys like Jordan Nolan, Dwight King, Trevor Lewis. Trevor Lewis wasn't like the physical guy, but Cal Clifford. Like, you need those players to help round out your team. Uh, and if he can also be even vaguely competent at the NHL level, well, that'll be pretty great pretty great. So uh, the Kings looked to Finland to get themselves a very, very large center. He went kind of right around where he was expected. Uh, he was ranked anywhere from 44th to 102nd. So the Kings got him at a pretty good draft pick. And then their final pick of the, the draft, uh, they they made it easy for us. We didn't have to sit there all seven rounds of the draft because the Kings just were like, you know what? We're out. Uh, with their final pick, uh, they selected Kirill Kirsinov, uh, who is a Russian defenseman. They also traded up to get him. Uh, they traded the 89th and 168th overall picks to the Calgary Flames to get the 84th pick, uh, which they used on Kyrsonov. Uh He is six one. He played for a whole bunch of different leagues: the KHL, the VHL, the MHL. Uh, so basically, the juniors and the AHL equivalent over in in Russia. Again, not a particularly offensive player in terms of generating offense, generating points, uh, but. He is a player who is much more of a puck distributor, is much better at uh, getting the puck out to his teammates. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and guess that the Kings saw a lot of him uh, when they were also looking at Vladimir Kachev, who the Kings signed in the offseason, who also played with uh, SKA St. Petersburg in the KHL. So they likely got a long look at both players. You know, which came first, the chicken or the egg, who knows? Uh, Maybe they saw Kachev while they were scouting Kirsenov. who knows, but uh, the Kings get a pretty intriguing uh, defenseman out of Russia. And with all Russian prospects, like don't expect to see him for like five years or something. Uh, and, and that's fine. The Kings will essentially hold his rights forever. So there's no, uh, no issue with letting him take the time to develop. And, uh, and St. Petersburg is really probably one of the best or not the best teams in the KHL, for him to do that, so uh, the Kings moved around some draft picks to move up to just get the guys that they wanted. Uh, so we didn't come home with eight billion prospects like we usually have, but you know what? That's okay. Uh, the Kings have a huge prospect pool. They got a pretty good grade for uh, for their performance in this year's draft, and you know I think that we're at a point where we don't need eight hundred million prospects because. Uh, we have to start using them, and we're already having to make moves like the one that sent Cole Haltz to Arizona uh, because we don't have places for all these guys to play. So I, I think it's fine that they only came out of this draft with four players. Brant Clark is worth all the rest of it. Pinelli is really, really intriguing, uh, and I'm excited to learn more about uh, the other picks, Helenius and Kirsanov as they uh, both get a little more uh, familiar with the King system and we get to watch them, uh, presumably, play some international hockey. Uh, as World Juniors come up, probably before we know it. So that is it for today. Uh, Later this week, we're going to learn a little bit more about Brant Clark. I'm going to be talking to some people who cover the Barry Colts, uh, so we will learn some more about our brand-new defenseman and the team that he is most likely going to be returning to for this upcoming hockey season. So if there's anything that you want to know about Brant Clark, uh, let me know. Send me a tweet at LockedOnLAKings, and I will make sure to ask your question. Uh, when I talk to my Brant Clark experts. That is it for today. You can find me on Twitter at Right said Sarah. Like I said, the show is on Twitter at LockedOnLAKings. Uh, leave me a tweet. Say hello. Give me a follow. Make sure you're following or subscribed to this podcast so you never miss another episode ever in the future. Leave a rating or a review if you're enjoying what you're hearing. Uh, Go and tell your friends all about it because we're going to have all sorts of cool stuff uh, all throughout the summer as we wait for the hockey season to begin. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Now, if you're a basketball fan, well, guess what? We have you covered with the NBA draft show here on Locked on NHL. The NBA GOAT, Chad Ford, Locked on NBA draft host, Raphael Barlow, and Locked on NBA host, John Corrales, will be live this year covering the NBA draft it's the Locked On NBA Draft 2021 brought to you by Bilt Bar. You can get local expert analysis on each pick. Make sure you follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern. That's it for today. Until next time, this has been Locked On Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.